On today's show, we have part two of Cindy's Trip Report. This is WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 187. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. Today I have part two of Cindy's trip report. Um, if you haven't heard part one, go back and take a listen. Cindy is a phenomenal guest, so many great tips. Um, so I'm going to stop talking and just let you guys get right into part two. Talk to me about your morning. And what I'm always curious when people are park hopping, what makes them decide to pick Animal Kingdom first? Because these days, now it sounds like that'll be changing pretty soon, but currently yeah. Animal Kingdom ride-wise, which sounds like it's your priority, you and your sister's priority are, are rides, mm-hmm. there just aren't as many. And you can't hop that you cannot hop until 2 p.m. So right. what was the thought with choosing Animal Kingdom as the park that you start with? We knew it closed earlier, so we wanted to do it the first part of our day. We knew we could get everything done we needed to get done by around two, um, and that we were going to take a break um, before Magic Kingdom. So it felt like it would be good to fit in, and then in the morning, and with the safari, maybe in the morning, maybe you'll luck out with better animal sightings. So that was part of the equation. Okay. And probably cooler weather. Cause that is like the hottest yeah. park. I don't, I don't know why, but that park's always 10 degrees hotter. It's okay. So, you know, right. it clo- it, you know, it closes early, you know, you can knock a stuff, a lot of stuff out quickly, and then you'll still have time for a break before park hopping. I like it. That's a good train of thought. So are you, and this was our your- only day at animal kingdom. We had no other visits planned. Okay. Are you getting there at park opening? So we got there early, but not technically rope drop. I really wanted for us to be able to sleep in and rest a bit within reason, <laughs> but but we did get there around 8.40 and the park opened for resort guests at 8.30. So it wasn't an aggressive rope drop, but we were on there on the early side. Okay. All right. So where are you guys headed then since you've purchased for... Mm-hmm. Uh, flight of Passage, where where are you guys going first thing? Yes, I purchased for Flight of Passage, and then I grabbed a lightning lane for Navi River for kind of near our, our time for Flight of Passage. So we could kind of ride those together. We went to Dinosaur first, rode that, was a walk-on. Everest was down, but while we were over there, before we left, we just kind of looked and it was open. So we booked over there. Wonderful timing. It was just really great timing. It was a walk-on. Um, I sat that one out. My sister rode. I'm just, I have, I love these coasters, but my head just and stomach, I just didn't want to chance it. So I sat out, enjoyed seeing my sister ride. Um, then we made our way over to Africa, grabbed a little breakfast sandwich on our way got in standby for the first Lion King show about 20 minutes before it started and got great seats. And then right before that show started, I grabbed a lightning lane for Safari. uh, And that start window for that was going to open right when we were finished with the show. So it was just perfect timing. Um, We tapped into Safari. I grabbed the lightning lane for the animation experience. Probably didn't need it, (laughs) but nice to have it. That was a priority for me. I've never done that, and I really wanted to do it. So So you take the train over. Who did you draw at the animation experience? We drew uh, Cooper. He's the bloodhound from the Fox and the Hound. Ah, the Fox and the Hound. So it was kind of a rare character drawing. Like, I didn't know who this character was. Oh, really? That I used to watch that. I had that on VHS as a kid and it made me oh. cry every time. I'd cry, could watch it and cry and cry and cry. I love that I one. Saw, I'm glad you, yeah, I saw his um, little picture that we were drawing him and I'm like, I don't know this character. Oh, I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's it was of, so fun. It's kind of a deep cut. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't like a, on the, he wasn't on my top of mind, right? right. As, um, but it was fun to draw him. And I had, um, because it's a priority for me, I had kind of prepared, I wanted this to be a souvenir, this drawing. So I brought with us some cardboard tubes. Um, oh that we my could kind gosh, of roll. look at you. 
I love that. I just took the inner tube from like a wrapping paper roll that was kind of sturdy and cut it in half. And that gave me like two tubes that were like the perfect length. I gave one to my sister, one to me, and we just kind of rolled up our drawings and smashed them in there. Wow. That's a first for me. I've never heard anyone do that. That's brilliant. (laughs) I think it's a good tip because it's a nice souvenir. And if you want to keep it tidy and, you know, want to frame it, for instance, you know, you need it to... To survive your flight home. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then the park bag, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I pixie dusted then the animator who, um, who, you know, walked us through the class. I gave him one of our little cards we had made and he was very touched by that. And he gave me in return the drawing that he used to demo during the show as a, as a, just a nice thank you. And I thought that was very sweet of him. Oh, that's really cool. But then now you have the side by side as yours is good though. Like when you put it's them side not. by side, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to show it to my husband and be like, guess which one is mine. Yeah. And guess which one is the professional animator. And it's, it's going to be pretty clear. You're like, Oh no, he knows. <laughs> yeah. No guessing here. <laughs> that's really sweet of him though to have, it was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So this point we had done everything we needed to do with Animal Kingdom in terms of lightning lanes. So I started stacking for Magic Kingdom. Um, I grabbed a Jungle Cruise lane for 530. And then we went through the Gorilla Falls Trail, headed to Pandora, did our Flight of Passage, individual lightning lane, did Navi, um, while in line for Navi, I placed a mobile order for Saluli Cantina to get one of their yummy bowls. Um, from that point on, I just kept stacking for Magic Kingdom. But all the return times were like, ride now. Like, <laughs> they were like, so it's a lot of modif, you know, we had to keep modifying. And then we grabbed a Night Blossom drink at Pangu Pangu. That was super refreshing and delicious. Left the park around 2.30, went to the pool for a few hours, um, and just kept stacking. And during the second half of the day, I grabbed lightning lanes for jungle, which I'd already mentioned. I grabbed one for Space Mountain, which was finally open. (laughs) Um, Pirates, and then Haunted Mansions. We had four lightning lanes plus our 8 o'clock Tron individual lightning lanes. We were going in with kind of five reservations um, into Magic Kingdom. Okay. And so what time you're taking a pool break, um, what time are you heading over to Magic Kingdom? We left at five and went right to Jungle Cruise, got there right in the window of our lightning lane. It was a 50 minute standby and we walked pretty much right through. Then we did a lightning lane for pirates that had a 45 minute standby, but we again had our lightning lane haunted at a 60 minute standby list. And we walked right into the, you know, pre-show. Um, we asked a photo pass photographer to take a photo for a, of us in front of the castle. And, and she was nice enough to do that. We did not purchase photo pass for this trip. So uh, I don't know if every photo pass photographer is willing to do this. I've but never the few- had them say no. So we had one say no, but that was at the Mickey's not so scary party. Maybe there are different rules that night. Um, but otherwise we had good Interesting. Luck. Yeah. I've literally never had anybody say no. And I've never heard anybody tell me that they've said no. So it was a little surprising when she's told us no. Um, I, you know, I wonder did. if it's since COVID, like handling other people's phones, maybe, maybe like that, that might yeah. be it that they're like, and hey, maybe they get discretion. You know, if they're not comfortable holding your phone, then they can say no. And I respect that. Yes, exactly. Okay, so are you planning on doing fireworks or anything this evening? Are you guys awake enough this night? <laughs> yes, this was the night we were going to be able to see Happily Ever After, which was a priority for both of us. So we grabbed um, dinner at, um, what is that place? Uh, Starlight Cafe for a quick dinner. Uh, just something to put in our bellies. <laughs> um and we had the space lightning lane and Tron coming up. So we were right there. And right before we left to get go over to Space Mountain, it went down. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. Come you know, on. we had this lightning lane. My sister's not yet ridden it yet. And 
what a drag. So we decided we'll just hope for the best. Maybe it'll open up before we leave the park. Um, we went to Tron next because our lightning lane had opened and riding it at night was fantastic. Um, one thing I didn't do was I didn't keep my phone with me. And what that meant is we didn't get our photo, our onboard photo. So I did fill out the form that you'd tip me off to in a previous podcast about like if you're missing photo pass images, you can fill out the form online. And, and so maybe it'll show up. Yeah, they're very good about it. I hope so. Um, we hope to ride space then and it was still down and it was almost time for Happily Ever After. So as we were, were deciding to kind of head out to the front of the park, um, I have I follow a few live streamers on YouTube and I passed one, I crossed paths with one with one as I'm walking out of the Tron area and I doubled back and said hi to him. So that was that was fun. <laughs> was he live streaming? Were you able to like, he was live jump streaming. on and be like hi? <laughs> yeah, I was able to get on his live stream. Cool. So that that was fun. Then we found a spot about a third of the way down Main Street to see the projections um, on the side, and it was you know perfect setting, beautiful, beautiful show. This was my favorite day of our trip. We just everything we did. I I didn't want it to end. <laughs> it was just a, it was a great day, long day. We did over eleven miles. Um, we rode seven attractions at Animal Kingdom, four attractions at Magic Kingdom. We had seven lightning lanes between the two parks. Um, so we, I think we made good use of our, of our time. And I think our investment in the individual lightning lanes and the multi-park Genie Plus was absolutely worth it. And don't regret a single penny spent. <laughs> Yeah, you guys accomplished a ton. Other than Space Mountain being down, it sounds like it was a pretty flawless uh, day. Just that one, that darn Space Mountain. It's like, will we ever get on Space Mountain, Julie? <laughs> Your poor <laughs> sister, too. Her favorite. You said it was her favorite ride. Yes. It's two days at Magic Kingdom, right? It just the f It was the fact that you were like walking over there and then it was like, oh, sorry, it's down. Oh, gosh, seriously? Huh. Do you go back to Magic Kingdom? We do. Okay. All right. So we won't spoil it just yet. <laughs> Want people to listen to the end, Julie. That's right. That's right. Keep them wanting more. Right. Day four. <laughs> what are you guys doing the next day? So this was a, like a pseudo rest day. But as most of your guests report, their rest days are not. Nobody really has a rest day. <laughs> we use the term rest very loosely around here. Right. <laughs> Right. So today is Disney Springs in the morning for brunch and then rest at the hotel and then Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Okay. All right. So Disney Springs doesn't usually equal rest, but you're going early for brunch. So maybe, maybe. Where did you guys go for brunch? We went to Homecoming. We took um, rideshare because the buses weren't operating I do yet. hate that about Disney Springs if you want to go early you have to take ride share or if you have a car you have to drive because the buses don't won't take you early yeah I had the uber lift on my um I had the uber app on my phone and my sister Sherry had the lift app so we checked both and they were comparable but you have usually to. lift was a few dollars cheaper um so it was worth checking. Yeah, do both 100%, especially if you're going to and from the airport, just like a side note here, because I don't know what it is, but like one will often be literally double what the other wow. is. So it's it's good to check both. And I've heard, I don't know if this is true, um, but I assume it is because I've it's like similar with airlines. But like if you check a price and then close out on it, the, when you mm -hmm. go back, it'll it'll inch up the the rate interesting devious devious anyway devious anyway so you you made it to disney springs <laughs> yes and it's like a five minute walk from the rideshare drop to homecoming and we were there before the springs opened so that was nice because it was very low crowd very low crowd um it's nice to just walk through without you know mobs of people the gideon's line was already forming they weren't doing a virtual queue at that point. Um, and I couldn't get in the line because I had a reservation for homecoming, 
but I really wanted Gideon. So um, my hope was when we were done with brunch, I could get in the inline or get in the virtual queue. Um, as it turned out, um, when we left, they were doing the virtual queue was a two and a half hour wait. And I just, we weren't going to be there. So Giddings did not happen on this trip. That was something I was hoping to do, but it escaped me on this trip. The timing just didn't work out this time. Yep. How was brunch? Brunch was delicious. We got different entrees and split them. Uh, we got different cocktails. The service was fantastic. Very attentive. Uh, delicious food. Very heavy, but yum. Yeah. Okay. It was a good, a good, good spot. Are you sticking around Disney Springs at all after? We browsed through some stores. We went to the World of Disney and a few other stores, but we're more interested in just kind of, you know, going back to the hotel, resting. We knew we were going to have a really late night. So we took an Uber back and went to the pool for a few hours. We had heard that food, like dinner time food, was a little tough to get at the Mickey's Not So Scary party, like long lines, not a lot available. So our plan was to eat at the hotel pool before we went. But that homecoming brunch was, it held us over. (laughs) We didn't have the need to eat until we left around four o'clock for the Mickey's Not Not So Scary party. So were you able to get food at the party? I found it's not that you can't find food. It's one, the lines do tend to get long and two the party food i always find to be disappointing just i want to love it like i'm always really excited when i read descriptions and see it and i'm always like yeah no no i feel like it's like you're trying too hard i think is like the theme of party food for me i think that's a fair assessment so what did you guys end up getting then food wise we ended up doing casey's corner it was the only place when I placed the order at like five ish. It was the only place that had that you could mobile order. Yeah, you have to stand in line at the parties for most of the stuff. So yep. that's you know you did the right thing. You did the right thing. And Casey's Corner, you know what you're getting. It was fine. I got the veggie dog, which was nice. That one's really good. I couldn't believe how good that one was. Like surprisingly good. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. It was just the right amount of food too. Yeah, when on our way over to the party, we took the bus again um, from Boardwalk. And before we got to the bus stop, we ran into Pluto and Goofy in their 100th anniversary outfits. That was a fun little unexpected character kind of meet and greet. Where was that at? At the Boardwalk? At the Boardwalk. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. The the check-in for the party was a little overwhelming. Um, it's just a crowds of people and security. Yeah, I hate it. (laughs) They do their best to manage the line. I would just say if anyone's listening who has not gone yet, don't, you know, take a deep breath when you get there and just know that the cast members are get you through those lines quickly. You don't think it'll go, go quickly, but it, but it does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's brutal. Or if you have regular park tickets and can just get in through the regular yes. entrance. You can do that and get your wristband. They have locations in each land in the park. So that's another option because the last time I was there, the crowds went from like the the tap styles all the way back to the fence. So I was like, I, there's not wow. even a place for me to really like get into line. So I just went in through the because I have a pass. I was like, I'm just going to go in through the regular entrance, which had nobody and then I'm just going to find one of the the um, cast members who are throughout the park putting on wristbands. But they're in every land. Smart. So another option. A good option. Yeah. 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 We didn't have a park ticket for this day. So we were kind so of. So you were forced to stand in those yeah. lines. <laughs> it, it definitely moved. But it was. My sister went to the Halloween party last year. And she was shocked by the crowds. All throughout the night, she kept reflecting on how different this party felt than it felt last year. And she went the weekend of Halloween last year. Oh, well, that would be why. (laughs) It was just large crowds. But yeah, yeah. The first like week of parties and then the last couple of weeks, like anytime really in October, but especially the last couple of weeks are just chaotic. And I would also say... That parties, like I'm not sure what your strategy or priorities were, but just in general, 
the parties are just way busier the first half of the night. And then Mm -hmm. as people whittle out, like people who brought their kids and stuff start to whittle out, everything gets much easier, whether it's characters, rides, you know, anything. It gets so much easier the second half of the night. So that being said, what were your priorities for the party? Rides, shows, candy, food? What were your priorities? Our priorities were rides and then the fireworks and the parade. Okay. All right. We had no interest in seeing the characters or doing character meet and greets, but I I was hoping that maybe I could sneak in seven dwarfs meet and greet towards the end of the night, but I didn't want to get in a line, a long line to meet them. I wanted to focus on the rides. I totally get that. Those character lines can get really, really nutty really nutty. So I totally understand that. It, I, I respect the people who do stand in those lines, though, because if you want to meet those characters, it really might be the only chance to do it at this party. It's true. And you get such unique characters. You know, there, you don't have any other opportunity except for these parties to meet all seven of the dwarves, you know, so it's, it's mean, so cute, fun and unique and, and different. And so I get it. But it's also, you know, if you're going to eat up 90 minutes yeah. of party time. That's an expensive character meet. <laughs> you know, if we're going to do the math and break down the math, that's that's an expensive meet. It really is. So we wanted to try to do Carousel of Progress and the Monsters Inc. Laugh For before they kind of transitioned to be party-related spots, but we didn't make it in time for Carousel of Progress. I would say you have to do that before 5 o'clock. We got over there just after five and it was already closed. Ah, okay. Um, We did get to Monsters, Inc. Um, I submitted a joke and it got read on the show. So that was fun. Good work. (laughs) Would you care to tell us your joke now? I'd love to tell you. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. How did Luke Skywalker get through the forest? I don't know. How? He walks. I love it. (laughs) Oh, Okay. (laughs) oh goodness <laughs> all right <So> corny <laughs> moving on <laughs> yes all right so we had our dinner at this point um while we're having our dinner the six o'clock virtual queue drops for tron and i'm like we've already ridden it twice let's ride it a third time <laughs> so i get in the the queue and I got called, we got called back by 6.15. We were one of the first boarding groups. So what was nice is we're going to get on it before the party even started. That's amazing. Yeah. I'd heard tell of uh, long lines um, and eating up party time. I skipped it when I went. Now I went to the very first party. So that party was like madness. Um, But but I, you know, I got the virtual queue and it took forever for the callback. And I was like, there's no way that that line is going to be less than 45 minutes. And I'm not, I just, again, right. like if we're going to break down the cost, like right. I'm not spending that much money on Tron. I'm just not. So no. I ended up skipping it. But in your instance, that's amazing. It was great. We got called back at 6.15 and we were off the ride by 6.45. And that was great. Um we, uh, at this point, wanted to make sure Sherry got on Space Mountain. Right, so, yes. So she did. Oh, I was going to say, is it is it up? Fingers crossed. Yep, it was up. It was posted 30-minute wait, but she only waited 11 minutes. Um, we found throughout the night that any posted wait was about half or more than half less than what was posted. Yeah, during parties, the posted waits don't mean nearly as much. no. No, I rode the people mover while she rode Space Mountain. I wanted to make sure I was not affected. <laughs> yeah. I lo- it's, it's so hard getting older, Julie. <laughs> Roller coasters plus age plus all the candy you're probably eating. Not and a great heat. Not a great combination. Yeah. yeah, and the heat. Yep. Bad combination. Yep. We rode people mover one more time. That's, again, a favorite. Uh, we did the Tron Treat Trail. So that's a good spot. Um, and then walked over towards the back of like Storybook Circus and did, and this is where we started like banging out the attractions. Um, Barnstormer was a walk-on. Sherry had never done that. So <laughs> why not? Um, 
Dumbo was a walk-on. It's about 7.30 at this point. Under the Sea, walk-on. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, 15-minute uh, posted. We waited about 12. Um, at 8.15, we got in line for Pirates. Uh, it was supposed to 10-minute wait, but we walked on. Grabbed some Dole Whips at Aloha Isle and ate them as we walked over towards Haunted Mansion. Only waited about 18 minutes at Haunted Mansion. Um, 40 minute posted wait, but that have that's that great character interaction right at the end of the queue. So worth very much worth doing. Um, Small World was a walk on. Peter Pan was 35 posted and it was only about 13 minute wait. Uh, Seven Dwarfs was down when we were boarding Peter Pan, and I really wanted to get on that before we went over to the fireworks. And we got off Peter Pan, it had opened and had a 15 minute wait. So we uh, timing, timing. It. <laughs> <laughs> just in time. And it was a walk on. Then we went into the hub to watch the fireworks. It was crowded when we got there like at 10.08 and the fireworks started at 10.15. But just with the two of us, we had no problem finding a good space in the kind of front of the hub section, had a great view of um, the Jack Skellington um, puppet. That can be a tough one to get a, a good view of. Yeah, so it was fun to see him close by since we didn't do that meet and greet. Uh, we did people move for one more time because again, it's a favorite. Um, we found a spot on the curb on Main Street for the 1115 parade. And then we left right after the parade. Um, just a few minutes before midnight, uh, got on a bus real quickly back to um, Boardwalk and then walked back to the Dolphin. Oh, mm -hmm. wonderful. So you really, you knocked a ton out. So your priorities were fireworks and rides and you did both of those extremely well because you were right up front, got to see Jack because yeah. that puppet's hard. Like you really can't see it. It's kind of a shame. No. You have to be right up front and that could be difficult depending on how busy the party is that can yes. be really really challenging to get up there but you did it and you did, did like a loop with all of the rides you did pretty much everything yeah we ended up getting on 14 rides during the party which was which was great we did everything we wanted to do at magic kingdom oh good and you got space mountain for your sister finally finally oh Oh my goodness. Could you imagine her complaining if you hadn't <laughs> had to buy an I'm extra car or something? I don't know her. I'm just making that up. <laughs> All right. So it was a late night. Does that mean you're getting up in the morning? What are you guys doing the next day? We're gonna we're gonna sleep in. Um no alarms are gonna be set, but we do wanna get to our um first park of the day. Um in the morning, if we can. <laughs> and this day was Hollywood Studios for the first part of the day. And then a nice break. Um, and then Epcot for extended hours. This was a Tuesday nights, Tuesday night, I believe. So we had um, time for ep extra hours. Let's talk about Hollywood Studios then. What time did you get to Hollywood Studios? We arrived at 9.25, so still in the morning. The park opened at 9, and I think what was good about arriving around 9.25 is we missed the throngs that are there for the 9 o'clock opening. When we got there at 9.25, there we went right through, like right through the, you know, Vagin station, so it was not crowded to get in. This was a $23 Genie Plus multi-part day. This was <laughs> yeah. the most expensive of the, so I clued me into that maybe the parks would be a little busier um, on this day. If the price had gone up, it had been 20 every other day. I did buy an individual Lightning Lane for Rise. Wanted to make sure we got on that. So we got in and went to Tower of Terror with the, had a lightning lane for Tower of Terror. Um, only one side was working this morning. So the wait was 95 standby Ooh. minutes. Yeah, when it's that long at like 9.20, That's oh, not good. Gosh. That's not it good. It wasn't good. Right then we looked at each other and said the $23 lightning lane, you know, Genie Plus is worth it. Yeah, you know? yeah. How long was your wait? Because, you know, with one side being open, even with a lightning lane, I'd imagine that line's going to back up. 
maybe we just hit it at the right time because we walked right into oh, the pre-show. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> it w- you're right, though. It, it could have been messy. I wanted to meet Chewy, so we went and did a meet and greet with him. 20-minute posted wait. We waited about 15 minutes. That was fun. I posted a mobile order for some tachos at Woody's Lunchbox while we Love were waiting. Love those tachos. They were great. They're so good. This was our only uh, mobile order where we couldn't pick a window that was like right now. Like That's Woody's it was, Lunchbox. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that funny? That's Woody's Lunchbox always. That's And it was still kind of early in the morning, you know, before lunch, but they still were like, no, you need to come in an hour. So <laughs> that's fine. So we p- put an order in. Like as long as I get my tachos. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get them one way or another. I'm going to get them. <laughs> Then I wanted to meet Edna Mode. She's one of my favorite Disney characters. And so she had no weight. Nobody's ever back there. It's the best. Yeah. She saw me coming and she like comes around the corner and like comes out into the queue like to meet me. Like it was very, very cool. Oh, that's I don't nobody ever goes back there. I assume because it's a dead end. It would be my assumption where she meets. But yeah, every time I've been over there. I once was in line for her and there was nobody there and Frozone appeared and like came into the queue. Like I have a selfie with me and Frozone (laughs) in the queue for Edna Mode because like nobody's there. And I guess these characters are just hanging out and they're like, look up a person. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. It's wild that nobody ever goes back there. So I'm glad you got to take full advantage. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I did that. Um, Then we went to Toy Story Mania. We had a lightning lane. It was a 50-minute standby, but we we pretty much walked on. We split an order of the tachos at this point. It was blazing hot, so we did not hang around, but we, you know, ate and moved on. Love Toy Story Land. It rivals Animal Kingdom oh. for hottest place in Walt Disney World or, or the face of the earth because those two areas. Right? <laughs> um, we then decided to go to Batu and hang out there because we had our rise individual lightning lane. Did that. That was great. I'd heard stories that maybe some of the animatronics weren't fully working. Um, like the Kylo Ren was in B mode, but he wasn't. He was doing his thing. So it was all good. Um, we then went to Ronto Roasters. I wanted to, really wanted to try a Ronto wrap. Um, heard good things about that. So we split one. It was delicious. And we each got a Surly Surlac drink, which was my favorite drink of the trip. So enjoyed that. And then I grabbed another snack. We're eating a lot today, but um, <laughs> we're sharing most of it. You know, it's a lot of good stuff, though. Everything you <sighs> mentioned, I've been like, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to try the Cat Seca's um, outpour, outpost popcorn mix, that kind of spicy, sweet blend. Um, I'd heard some people love it and some people hate it. Um, I loved it. So enjoyed it a lot. We did Smuggler's Run then. We had a lightning lane for that. It had a 60-minute standby wait, so the lightning lane was helpful. Uh, We had another guest in line with us who really wanted to ride in Chewy mode. Ah, did you do it? So the issue, and we're like, yes, yeah, let's do it. We needed to find three other people. So there's the three of us and the cast members are like, if you find three other people, we'll launch Chewy mode. Everyone around us said no because it was their first time riding and which makes sense. And and that's what this other guest said. He was like, yeah, if, if you have not ridden it before, you should not do Chewy mode. <laughs> but I thought that would have been fun. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. It didn't work out. I've had the similar where I'm like, anyone want to do Chewy mode? And the family I was with, like, English clearly wasn't their first language. So I was like, this isn't, it's not like, there's no way that I can explain what it is I'm talking. Like I probably just sounded crazy (laughs) trying to describe to them what it is and how to make it work. They're like, right. So yeah. uh, Someday goals, right? Goals. It wasn't something was on my radar screen. I'd heard about it. um, And I thought, oh, that'll be fun when he mentioned it, but maybe next time. So at this point we're done with the rides we really need lightning lanes for at Hollywood Studios. So I started to stack for Epcot. I wanted to repeat a few rides when we got there in the evening. Um, 
So on our way out of the park, we stopped at the Frozen sing-along. We'd never done that before. So that was a fun, very fun show. Uh, the humor is great in that show. It's adorable. Um, yeah. And we left the park right after one o'clock. So it, what, we weren't there too long um, since we'd already been there another day. This was kind of a, a sweep up day <laughs> and then went back for a, a midday break. But we did get in four rides, two character meetings, one show and three snacks. <laughs> Those are some good stats. Okay. So what's your plan then for Epcot? Walk us through your thinking here with Epcot. So the priority here was food and wine booths that we had not been able to visit on our first day, while also trying to fit in some attractions. Um, we wanted to do Remy again. We wanted to do Frozen again. My sister wanted to ride Guardians again. So those are all things we're hoping to also accomplish. So we continue to stack as we were on our rest at the hotel. Um, what was really odd on this day, Julie, was that by about two o'clock, the lightning lanes were just gone for the day for Remy, Test Track, and Soren. They just were not available. So a busier day, it seems. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I did grab, oh, don't laugh, but I grabbed a Living with the Land Lightning Lane because it had the latest return time. And I thought, you know, I'll just grab it, try to modify it for something else. Um, and then eventually Living with the Land ran out of Lightning Lanes. Really? Yes. Living with the Land. <laughs> Living huh. with the land. Huh. Had no lightning lanes. Okay. Did it did <laughs> it was an odd day. Did Epcot feel very busy? It did. Okay. This was September eleventh. Okay, that was a Monday. All right, so definitely a busier day if living with the land is sold out. Yeah. This was the only day I couldn't stack. It was bound to happen. And I kept thinking, well, maybe eventually things will start opening up. Maybe they're holding back some lightning lanes. Like I don't know. You know how Disney manages this process, but maybe things will open up, and and they and they did a bit, so that you know it, it ended up working out. But it was I couldn't stack in the way that I had in my previous days. We took a really long break. We did not even go outside to the pool. We were just trying to stay cool, <laughs> and then we got to um, we got the virtual queue at six o'clock for Guardians. So that was great. Got a return, you know, got a boarding group for for Guardians had a four hour estimated return. So thought it will be a, a late in the evening ride for my sister. Um, we took the friendship boat over to Epcot and got in the park around 6.30. And our first two stops were at Food Booths by Canada. My sister got her favorite dish of the trip, which was the filet mignon at the Canada booth. Um, she loved it. She would have gotten back for more if we didn't have like several other booths on our hit list um did you so you guys i was good, just about to ask if you had like a list or yeah. or priorities with food so you knew where you were going with food we did we did some little some research ahead of time identified things we thought we would like and just kind of planned a now a i'm i'm curious so you're here for the extended evening hours which is amazing i'm always surprised that swan and dolphin are included in that but they are they are included they are. with the extended evening hours um what time do you remember what time regular park closing was on this day nine o'clock nine o'clock okay and so the food booths typically stay like unless they run out of food um mm -hmm. or run out of something they're typically typically going to stay open so is your plan to do food booths until about nine and then try and hit rides is that your strategy yep our plan was to do booths until as close to nine as possible and then fitting in um remy and frozen at some point in there we weren't sure if we would be doing them after the nine o'clock park closed because they're just so far back in the park. It's hard to get around, but we thought maybe, maybe if we can get lightning lanes and get them done before nine, then we don't have to worry about the, the back of the park. That is a good, a good strategy because they close off sections of world showcase. So right? you can't even loop. You have to go one way and then backtrack. And so it can be, challenging yes with such a short amount of time for the extended hours Ex exactly so sherry got her filet i got some poutine at the refreshment port it was good we went to flavors from fire got the smoked 
beef, corned beef with house-made chips. That was yummy. We had a lightning lane for test track. So we fit that in quickly. We're right in that area. Um, we had a lightning lane for Remy. Um, and then some food booths we wanted to hit on our way kind of over in that direction. So we started making our way towards the back of the park. We went to India for some samosas. They were good. Um, we went to Germany um, for some bread pudding, which wasn't a food and wine item. It was at the Summerfest quick service, but I'd heard good things about it. So we grabbed that. We enjoyed it. Um, we did Remy. We had a standby of 85 minutes, um, but we were able to, you know, get in quickly. I then grabbed a chocolate hazelnut crepe from the La Creperie. Ate that as we walked over to Frozen. Got in our Frozen Lightning Lane just before 9 o'clock. And we thought Sherry's um, Guardians boarding group would get called like any minute. So we were kind of nearby there. So that was a good place to be. Caught the end of the fireworks and decided to swing by Connections to fill up our water bottles one more time before Sherry went to Guardians. And I maybe did Spaceship Earth while she was doing that. And at that point, a torrential rainstorm oh, no. descended upon us. And we had not had rain um, this entire trip. But this was one of those rainstorms that people make like TikToks about. It was, you know, <laughs> the sideways rain where it's like four inch puddles and lightning striking all around you like it wasn't safe to be walking around even if you had you know ponchos and whatnot so we hunkered hunkered down in connections with a lot of other people <laughs> and then waited about 20 minutes and our now extended part time is being eaten away around 9 45 9 50 um we decide the rain is the thunder and lightning is less rain is still substantial but we decide we gotta just go for it so sherry goes to guardians i go to spaceship earth and uh she enjoyed her guardians ride of course i stayed on spaceship earth for two rides in a row <laughs> to avoid the rain we kind of stayed in touch with each other her line was um a little slow so i was able to get in two rides on spaceship earth. did you get off or did you just ask them as it looped around can i stay on i was going just loop around but i wasn't sure about sherry's status um so i got off <laughs> But a lot of people were just staying on. They were the cast members were allowing it. We eventually met up at Creation Shop, did some quick shopping, and then walked our way back to the Dolphin. The uh, friendship boats weren't running because of the rain, but it was a quick fifteen-minute walk. Um, and at that at, at night, when the sun's not blazing down on you, it was a wonderful walk. Okay, so I yeah. know the the rain probably because it, it's not you know the way you describe this is not just rain like this is a severe downpour. I know this definitely changed um, how you would have done extended hours, but be that as it may, I'm still going to ask, did you think that the extended hours had any value? Not really. Um, no, I think if it, if we had been able to fit in one at Magic Kingdom, which were Wednesday nights, we just weren't there on a Wednesday night. I think Magic Kingdom's a better park, a better value, a better option. Definitely, definitely. The rides are are close. You can hop from one to the other. Epcot's very spread out, and there are construction walls everywhere, which makes yes. navigating very difficult. Um, and I know not only the rain, but also you're staying at a less expensive resort, where typically these the other resorts that are included are deluxe resorts, where you're spending probably yep. three times what you guys spent per night you know, I think is a pretty safe guess. Um, and so in that case, I'm guessing your answer would be definitely no, had you splurged for, you know, boardwalk or yacht club or whatever. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of my feeling on the Epcot extended I, hours. As I kind well. of feel like if the back of world showcase had been fully opened, because what we really enjoyed is at the end of the night, we walked through the England, um, pavilion and it was so quiet and beautiful and no one was around and if we'd been able to do that with some of the other pavilions had there been no rain that would have been nice yeah take some photos without people and you know explore where it's 
quiet and you know it's everything is lit so beautifully disney's so amazing at that in yeah. the evening yeah i i agree that that could definitely change things um okay so this was the end of your your evening is this this was your last park day right all right. Any plans the next day before you guys head home? Yes. I had a reservation for brunch at Boma. And I really, this was a priority for me. I really wanted to try this restaurant. I had stayed at Animal Kingdom several times, but had never gone to this restaurant because my children were younger and just didn't think it would be a value for us, a good value for us to, to eat there. Um, so we had an 8.40 a.m. brunch reservation, which is a little early given we had to pack. <laughs> right. And, and a late that. evening. Yeah. But we took a Uber over to Animal Kingdom, had a wonderful brunch. It was it was great. Um, spent some time hanging out at the resort, just walking around the pool area and checking out the animals. And then went back to our hotel and had a pickup from Mears. Um, they picked us up at 12.45, only made a few stops on the way back. It was probably less than an hour on the way going back and had a smooth trip home. Okay. So when when you first reached out and when we first started talking, you talked about this trip being different because you were hoping it would be a little less stressful, a little more easygoing. I think you referred to it as like the hustle yes. of of. Disney with like family and kids and all of that. Um, I don't know that I got that this was less hustle. Did this feel like less hustle for you? I mean, I don't know what your family trips look like. Did no. you accomplish that goal at all? No. I, <laughs> no. 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 But but it did feel different, Julie. It just I think because I wasn't worried about planning and prioritizing for like a large group or a family group, it didn't feel as like draining in that way. Um, and we did take breaks, meaningful breaks, you know, every, every day, except our first day. <laughs> um, so the hustle was certainly there. Uh, I, but I, I'm glad, I'm glad we got so much done. It, it sounds like the, it, the hustle was there, but it, I get what you're saying. It's, it's a different hustle. It's yeah. not, you're not like, all right, I have to see, you know, I, like I personally, I've got three kids. So it's like, all right, I have to make sure that like my oldest has, you know, he wants to go on this roller coaster and my little one wants to meet this character and my middle child wants to go on this ride or like eat this snack. And it's a lot of like juggling for multiple people. So it's a different type of hustle. This sounds more relaxed in maybe the planning aspect or, you know, figuring things like having to figure things out on the go because you're just two adults with similar mindset. Yes. And I was just really pleased that I was able to get so many things done that I really wanted to do. Like, for instance, just the food and wine booths. When I had been to Epcot two years ago, we were there during food and wine and I didn't stop at a single booth. We were just so laser focused on the attractions. And I res regretted that. You know, and I think this year we were really good about making time to just stop where we wanted to stop. Right. Okay. So anything that you would have done differently on this trip? If we had had more time, I think I would have liked a full on rest day where we perhaps did things like maybe just um, toward the monorail resorts like take a take a bus to the TTC and then get on the monorail and go to Polynesian and the Grand Floridian and the Contemporary and check out a bar or restaurant at each of those spots. You know, something like that would have been fun. Okay. So just maybe do your rest day a little bit differently. Maybe so. Not that anybody actually rests, but you would change your non-park activities. <laughs> yeah. If time allowed, I would have liked in the midpoint a, a, a good rest day. But other than that, I felt good about what we did. Yeah. How did yeah. you feel about when we talked about the resort that you stayed at at the at the beginning of the show? You talked about previous stays and you listed a lot of deluxe resorts and several moderate resorts. Mm -hmm. How did the the stay um go? Were you at Swan or Dolphin? I've already forgotten. You were at Dolphin. You Dolphin. How did the stay at Dolphin compare to the deluxe and moderate Disney World resorts? Would you do that resort again? That's a great question. And I had a feeling you might ask it and I've thought about it. Um, I would stay at Dolphin again, but 
the next time I go, I I'd probably choose it on Disney property. I just there's something special about being on a in a Disney owned resort. Um, the theming, the cast members, um, just having staying in that bubble a little bit. With all that said, the Dolphin was a great option. And if you're wanting to save some money and still have a great location, it's a really good option. Just being mindful that some of that Disney magic um, that you might not realize that you appreciate as much as you do, you know, isn't isn't there. Um, but I, I did find I missed it. I missed yeah. it. But Even not like so much pools. that I wouldn't stay there again. You know, you did pool time, you know, like a, a yeah. pretty rectangle pool versus, you know, the Disney pools, even just stuff like that. You're like, well, this is, this is different. This yeah. isn't, this isn't Disney. It isn't. It isn't. But it was a good option. It's such a great value. You can't argue the value though at those, at those resorts there. Okay. Well, final question. When are you going back? Are you planning another trip, sister trip, family trip, oh, solo trip, anything, anything on the horizon? Great question. I have not been to Disneyland since I was a child, like a young child. And I'd really like to, to go there soon. So I think that's on my, my list of maybe next Disney vacations. Disney um, lands on the radar. You, as a planner, you will be really taken aback. You're like, am I supposed to be doing more? That was my my feel the last time I went. Shouldn't I, I be doing more? No, the answer is no. I've no, heard you don't that. have to do more. I've heard that <laughs> it it's going to be interesting. You. It throws you off when you're, uh, you know, a nine of 10 Disney planning psycho <laughs> like you and I are. Or maybe that's just me, but you know. <laughs> no, I'm up there. <laughs> well, this has been really helpful and great. You had a ton of really great tips. Thank you for sharing them with me. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed your podcast, learned so much from it, and appreciate the opportunity to share. Thank you so much. Thank you again to Cindy for being on the show. Check the show notes. I'm going to have useful links, photos from Cindy's trip, and a link in there if you are interested in being a guest on the show. Otherwise, happy planning, and I'll see you guys in the parks. 